Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. Now, uh, we want to talk about, obviously, the Living with COVID plan uh, to my next guests uh, and also this announcement that uh, longer opening hours for pubs and nightclubs when they reopen and no sign of it in the Living with COVID plan yet after the pandemic will be considered. It's part of the Justice Minister's justice plan to overhaul the licensing laws and help businesses like nightclubs and pubs get back on their feet after COVID-19. And to talk about this, we have Limerick DJ Olivia Chow and we've listeners Chloe and Jason with us as well. And you're all very welcome. Good morning to you. Uh, First of all, Olivia, what did you think of the latest living with COVID plan? Um, Do you see hope in it? Um, I see a little bit of hope, but I mean, I think the and I'm hoping that everyone is going to be vaccinated is um, by the summer because it would be great for everybody to have a summer and for us to be able to just like hang out with our friends and even just go for a drink or even go for a coffee. Do you know, I mean, I just, or go outside our 5K would be great. So, I mean, I feel like they're being ambitious, but let's see, we'll, we'll see what happens. What did you think, Jason? Well, it's, it's definitely disheartening to hear that will be um, lockdown for um, at least another month but I think we all sort of expected that you know they were making signals to not get our hopes up um, look ho- hopefully this is just the one last push and this will be the final year that we have to do this However, it was pointed out last night that this Living with COVID-2 plan does have a section in it talking, believe it or not, about the autumn and winter to come. And we're only just coming out of uh, this winter and the possibility that social distancing and restrictions could still be needed even then. And that's with vaccinations. Yeah, um, well, I think it, I think it really all depends on the vaccination rollout, if they can, if the government can really pull the lead out and get all of the vulnerable people vaccinated by the end of the summer, and um, obviously that's that would be the priority. Um, see, I, I think people think that sometime later in the year, uh, the government will just announce that everything is suddenly back to normal, whereas this is going to be a process. There's not going to be a day where they suddenly say, oh yes, enough people were vaccinated so you can now throw away your mask. It's going to be a gradual easing off, I think, of these protocols because it, it it has to be. So yeah, I have a feeling we will still be feeling the effects of this come 2022. Chloe, would you have liked to have seen more certainty? Do you have any sense of why there wasn't more detail in the government's plan last night? Yeah, I mean, definitely would have liked a little bit more certainty. That's definite I think everyone's in that situation uh, more so because there was leaks last week that you know almost told us that we're going to be going into another six weeks so you know you kind of look and think well what have we actually gained from the t-shirt address um, but saying that I mean we've been in the situation before and in, in, you know everyone sitting down and watching the address and hoping that there's going to be something more Hopefully now there is going to be a little bit more light at the end of the tunnel, but I mean, we'll see in six weeks. I don't know. I don't want to be too hopeful and get, you know, my hopes up too much again. 
Yeah. Do you think that the ambitious plan to have 82% of the population here by the end of June with at least one vaccine shot is credible? Um, I, 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 I have hoped that it's credible, but I think like it's the, it's the rollout has been so slow to begin with. And I remember when they first announced the vaccine, I was just over the moon and delighted that we actually had a vaccine now and then you know more companies came forward and they had a vaccine and it just felt like you know you got your hopes up and then it was slowly just trickled into the to Ireland and I mean I know it's no no fault of their own and everything like that it's just the way it happened but it just feels like it was so slow and it just kind of like deflate I think it deflated everybody as well because not that we think that the like that every the whole world is going to get back to like the way it was before Obviously, there's still going to be like, you know, things in place, like, you know, hand sanitizer is going to be there, keeping your distance. I think face, uh, the wearing face masks um, for people will still be a big thing as well. But I just think that I think we all got a bit deflated. And now that they're saying that maybe it, with the, the majority of the population being like vaccinated by the summer, I mean, I live in hope, but then I don't want to get my hopes up either. You yeah. know, and I think everybody feels that way, too. Definitely. Jason, you graduated from UL last year and we're hearing this morning on Live 95 News that mass testing of the student population will take place following a new outbreak. Up to 50 students referred for testing just yesterday and students in the Castle Troy area are being asked, please go for testing whether you're showing symptoms or not. Does that surprise you? Um, No, it doesn't. Um, Like, obviously... There are more places that are more likely to cause clusters than student villages and um, uh, college towns, but um, I, I don't think uh, colleges are any different from schools in the sense that if you want to still have them open during all of this, then you need to be taking special precautions. And um, because it, what we've clearly seen the last years that the government is. Uh, they place a high priority on having uh, schools open and it feels like colleges weren't really including that. They were more focused on secondary schools and primary schools. But look, it's colleges are, in terms of people, are obviously the biggest schools in the country. You'll have thousands of people mixing together. So if they want them open, yes, I think this is absolutely to be expected. Yeah. Chloe, um, I know we've heard contradictory reports. You're a, a master's student um, about whether there are house parties happening or not, or whether this is just the accidental increasing of uh, students' social bubbles off campus. What do you think is happening? There, there is house parties. Like, um, I, I mean, I don't. I don't like this, you know, everyone blaming students because, I mean, I'm a student myself, obviously, and I understand, you know, it's tough, but there is house parties. And, you know, there there is maybe not as many as people are saying. I, I don't really know. I just, I know for a fact there is, just in my own local area, there's certain houses that are always, you know, it's the same kind of couple of houses that are always having people over and, just being, you can tell, like, it's been really loud. Um, and, and is there a guard of presence in the area? There is, there is, but, like, 
I don't know. I don't know why. Is it necessarily that the guards don't know about it, or they haven't been rang about it, or what the story is there? I mean, last week in particular, there was there was a house party um, very close to my house, and it was going on from eleven to um, about four o'clock in the morning. Um, it was really loud as well. So, you know, the guards do patrol Castle Troy. I'm not sure. Maybe they just burned and, that. And, and that can I ask area. you, I mean, were you reluctant to call them about that? Yeah, I I am. I mean, I did consider it, but at the same time, you'd kind of be in a bit of fear that they might know about it. Um, I know one house, this, this house in particular, actually have had the guards call them before and they've been fined. And they actually, well, I won't say they did it, but uh, my housemate's car got and um, the wiper got broken off. So, you know, it's kind of, they're going to assume that it's your neighbours. Yeah. So I would be reluctant. Well, yeah, but I mean, obviously you don't know, as you say, exactly how that yeah, incident I mean, occurred. But but the bottom line is that there's a sense that, you know, there's a risk attached to contacting the Gardaí in general. Um, OK, well, uh, we uh, have been getting a lot of response from listeners to the Living with COVID plan announced by the Taoiseach and the government last night. Caroline says, still waiting for the plan, Joe. Living with COVID is a joke. We're merely existing. Um, Pauline uh, says, um, what exactly is going on uh, with all of this? I don't really understand what exactly the government means. Um, And uh, Fenella says, uh, when the Taoiseach said last night in his speech, I know how hard this is. Really? Do you really? Uh, And Benny uh, says, um, uh, um, the majority of people over 18 to be vaccinated at least with the first dose by the end of June. Did I hear that right? So that's the sort of reaction that we are getting in. And in the middle of all of that then, there was talk of when pubs and nightclubs reopen again, which for people like, I'm sure, Limerick DJ Olivia Chow, she'd love to see it happen. <laughs> but but, but uh, when's it going to happen? But then they're talking about extending the hours and, and staggered opening um, hours and allowing um, pubs and nightclubs to get back on their feet by doing this much longer. Well, uh, Paul Flannery of the Limerick City Vintners was chatting to us about it on the Limerick Today show earlier in the week. Couldn't believe what she said in terms of why the timing couldn't have been worse. Why she thought it would be a good idea to announce extending opening hours for pubs and nightclubs, but pubs in particular. um, The whole drinking culture has changed. The whole profile of um, pubs in, in the country has changed dramatically. So... In, if it was in trying to entice businesses to stay open and to reopen, it's, that there's better supports you could have actually announced to actually help us. That's Paul Flannery, the newly elected chairperson of the Limerick City Vintners. Uh, Olivia, do you agree with uh, Paul? Um, I think the timing of the announcement was bad, but I think that people need to understand that this we people have been campaigning for this for years. So while her while the timing was wrong, we like the the campaign to like have later opening times to like get rid of like the nineteen thirty five dance hall act um has been going on for a few years now. So um there's a group called Give Us the Night and they've been campaigning for this for, for the last few years and they've been doing great work and they've been going and they've been talking and you know, so like yes, her timing was bad, but I think that um just to give pubs a chance because, like, you know, just for some pubs that are, like, even some venues, they want to stay open a bit later. And I do agree with the staggered times as well, because, you know, it has to, like, 
you, like you probably there's a lot of staggering going on yeah 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 there is a lot of staggering going on and like i know for one when i went to go to supermax after a night out and it is packed i just walk away <laughs> it was like less people out than i could go and like you know get my food and head home but like it would stop like like you know cabs there wouldn't be like loads of people just hanging out in the city and like i think fights would like happen less because there wouldn't be so many people out as well so yeah, I mean, yeah. one of the things, Jason, that uh, Paul Fannery said was he was concerned that the culture of drinking in Ireland has shifted during lockdown, more of it happening at home. And he was wondering if that would have an impact on the culture when we finally reopen, especially as this is going to go on for a number of uh, more months. Do you think that's a prospect or do you think people will just go straight on the lash the minute they can? Um. Yes and no. I mean, look, there, there are obviously some people who are chomping at the bit to get back into pubs um, and who will happily run back in the second or less. And there are going to people, there are going to be people who are, will be more cautious about it, who will take their time. I, I wouldn't say the drinking culture has changed, like, in a, in a permanent sense, in a way that would be long-term damaging to pubs. But, um, look, um, Again, this will be a process. The you know restrictions, um, it, it it will be literally years before we see the full effects of this new legislation and whether or not the drinking culture has truly changed. But I, I think enough people will race back to the pubs mm-hmm. when they are less, at least in the more built-up areas. Yeah. That um, it won't really. It, it'll probably feel like St Patrick's Day. Well, I know reopening has happened on the Isle of Man and apparently it does feel like St. Patrick's Day every day there at the moment. Um, that's just the way it's, it's happened. But the other thing uh, I noticed, Chloe, was someone from Ireland saying on social media last night that they're going to block everyone in England who keeps talking about the 21st of June as reopening day. I mean, that's going to be a big problem for all of us, isn't it? When they're party, 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 nightclubs open, pubs (laughs) open, on the lash non-stop all summer, and we're still confined. Yeah, definitely. I think I can agree with that person, that I might actually just block everyone I know from England. (laughs) But what can you do? I mean, it's it's a different kind of government and... You know, they they do handle it. That pesky independence we got and all that freedom fighting that went (laughs) on. (laughs) Um, But I see a lot of people actually, like a lot of of Irish people on Twitter are like tweeting about how excited they are for the 21st of June. So my only thing is that I'm worried people actually don't fully realise that England's guidelines are completely different to ours. Um, But yeah, definitely going to be jealous. Mm. And finally, (laughs) Olivia, what is the first song you're going to play when you finally get back to doing DJ gigs? Oh my God, it's going to be something like really cheesy, like ABBA, <laughs> Dancing Queen or something, or probably some Prince, I'd say, um, 1999, I think. Um, just something really fun and upbeat and that everyone's just going to go crazy for. <laughs> Well, I have to give you a small insight into the way it might go because uh, over the weekend, I mean, listen, everyone's desperate for any kind of contact, isn't there? So we decided at home we go on a virtual wine tasting. 
<laughs> on, on Zoom and there were maybe over 30 people on it from all around the country and this very nice woman originally from Turkey real expert on her wines was doing her thing and it was all very serious and of course it was all polite at the beginning but about half an hour into it when there was a bit of drink taken it descended into total chaos <laughs> Irish people who didn't know each other slagging each other off on the chat function saying all kinds of things about each other one woman wanting a dad to move because they spotted a good looking son in the background and wanted the sun <laughs> in the front of the shot so that they could take a proper I mean it was chaotic oh, as this poor amazing. Oh, jeepers. I mean amazing. It, it really gave a sense of what lockdown has done you know and, and, yeah. and how pe- much people may, and that that really bizarre Irish thing where we even don't know each other and we'll still have a cut and this poor yeah. woman was just going and she kept going through the chat function going, I'll just look for another nice question look at past an insult past an insult past another insult <laughs> past a slag past an insult yeah. no decent question so uh, I suspect that when things reopen you could be right there, there may be a, a, a return to the pubs and nightclubs yeah uh, I definitely do think so I think it's going to happen all right. Well, listen, fantastic. Great to chat to the uh, three of you. Thanks so much for your time this morning. We do appreciate it. That's uh, Limerick DJ Olivia Chow and Chloe and Jason also uh, joining us on the show. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more.